0: Everything that I'm doing in cybersecurity is knowing that it's not only for the individual, so I'm in personal cybersecurity protection, but I want to make sure that the man or wife uh, feels safe and that their, their children are safe and that they know who to turn to. My attempt is to really be a hero to people so that they trust me and they trust my team to help them solve their cybersecurity issues.
1: Welcome. You are listening to the Hero of the Hour podcast, the show dedicated to empowering you to take financial freedom into your own hands. Through expert interviews with decades of experience, this show will give you not only the tactical strategies of what's working in business, but the appropriate mindsets to master your financial future and build generational wealth. Heroes and entrepreneurs operate with a similar anything is possible mentality. And that is exactly what our show is about. Your host is none other than Mark B. Murphy, CEO of Northeast Private Client Group and best selling author of three books, all dedicated to helping others plan for generational wealth. He and his team are on a mission to share their knowledge and techniques so that others can enjoy a life of financial security and freedom. Get ready to be inspired to create the life of your dreams. Let's go!
2: Today, we have an incredible guest on the show, Brian Masterson, a visionary with a unique ability to connect with people through the heart and a cybersecurity expert with an impressive background in the United States Air Force, Fortune 500 companies and startups. Brian's mission is nothing short of heroic. He aims to be a savior for others by providing cybersecurity protection to individuals and families, ensuring their safety and trust in an increasingly interconnected world. In this episode, you're in for a treat as we dive deep into the ever-evolving landscape of cybersecurity. We'll explore the challenges that individuals and companies face in safeguarding their identities, finances, and reputations in the digital age. With Brian's wealth of knowledge and expertise in the field, he'll shed light on the importance of staying vigilant and implementing essential cybersecurity measures. Brian is also passionate about education. He believes in empowering people with the knowledge to protect themselves online. Through his online course and webinars, he seeks to create awareness and encourage individuals to take proactive steps in safeguarding their digital profiles. Stay tuned as Brian shares practical tips for enhancing your cybersecurity, protecting your personal information, and ensuring a secure online presence. What sets him apart is his commitment to approach this critical topic without resorting to fear mongering, fostering a positive and empowered mindset towards cybersecurity.
3: Welcome, everybody. It's Mark Murphy, the founder and CEO of Northeast Private Client Group and the author of uh, my third book, uh, The Ultimate Investment, which right now is number one on Amazon. But uh, we're not here to talk about that. I'm here with a, a very good friend of mine, uh, Brian Masterson, and I want to put my glass on Brian because you've got a uh, you've got a, a quite a bio here. Uh, I, I know you're everyone knows you as a, as a visionary who connects with people through the heart. But I know you know you also served the United States Air Force as a missile launch officer. I know you've worked in Fortune 500 companies as a sales sales leader, and as well as startup companies. And, uh, but I think what you're really known for is as a cybersecurity expert. I know you're a certified business coach and executive coach and certified exit planner, certified Tony Robbins life coach. And, uh, you know, I know you spent time in China in graduate school. I mean, you've got a resume that we take up the entire podcast. Just, uh, you know, I don't get too many guys that have like six pages of resume, but you happen to be one of them. I'd like them to get, I'd rather get to know you, the man, but. I always like by starting our podcast, I call it the hero of the hour because uh, I always like to have people on the podcast who are either heroes to me or heroes to other people. And you clearly are, are one of those. So I'd just love to ask you, you know, who's a hero to you or, or how do you define a hero?
0: Yeah, Mark, by way of introduction, uh, hello, everyone. And greetings from uh Ridge, Illinois, which is just outside of Chicago. I saw the other uh, podcast, and this question comes up to everybody, and I, th- I knew it was coming my way. And, uh, and I thought about my grandfather uh, taking a cattle boat back to Ireland and my parents coming over. And uh, ultimately, I, I thought, you know, the biggest hero of my life was uh, a Greek man named Harry, Harry Radeos, who gave me my first job. And uh, he served from the heart. He, uh, and he was classy. He is classy. So everything he did, was with a high standard, have people in mind, but at the end of the day, it was always about family. And I think the, uh, I've taken that with me as I've, I've seen and found success, but when I work with people, I always remember that we're dealing with people who have families and who have, you know, work at the end of the day, you go home to your family. So everything that I'm doing in cybersecurity is knowing that it's not only for the individual. So I'm in personal cybersecurity protection, but I want to make sure that the man or wife, man or husband, rather, excuse me, man, wife, husband, whatever it is, uh, feel safe, you know, and that their their children are safe and that they know who to turn to. So, uh, so I've been, my attempt is to really be a hero to people so that they trust me and they trust my team to help them solve their cybersecurity issues.
3: Well, um, You know, you. As I said, I think that you know, just on Facebook alone, uh, I find that I I probably have about two to three friends literally a day being hacked. Where I get an you you get that message, please don't respond to it. I've been hacked. You know, uh, and you know myself, I have been the target of at least a dozen times of of cybersecurity, including one time where I I lost and was not able to recover almost fifty thousand dollars from a you know from a cybersecurity threat. And um, so I'm just saying I think everybody who's watching this podcast has been affected by it personally or is – they're being phished. Uh, they've had someone in their family affected by it. But uh, I'd love just to hear from you as an expert on the subject. Just tell me a little bit about the the evolving landscape in cybersecurity. First of all, may, maybe it's take a minute for people really not up to speed. Just give me kind of your quick uh, – down and dirty definition of cybersecurity, and then kind of tell us how, you know where where we are, but where's the you know evolving uh, landscape?
0: Yeah, thanks. The uh, you know when Al Gore invented the internet uh, back in the eighties or whoever <laughs> invented it, it was just really an open communication between uh, government agencies. And that's started with email, and uh, going back and forth as the email became more prevalent in the nineties, people started being more clever with putting money out there and building their businesses. And we saw before the dot-com uh, go down, there's people started buying website domains. And so we started living online and uh, it really, that's where we all have a, uh, a personal, we all have a personal a persona out there, uh, whether we know it or not. And there are people out there who are looking to take advantage of our, our innocence and our, Uh, ability to help other people. And we've trusted banks and put our money and transacted money out there where we've uh, trusted sites like Target, for example, who've been hacked. And so our level of trust in these institutions is very high, whereas they're just scrambling. Companies are scrambling to keep up with the threats. There are actually factories of people in places like the Ukraine and Russia that have nine to five people who show up in an office and their job is to hack people in the United States on Facebook, on Instagram. And meanwhile, we're at work in doing our normal job, which is ethical and legal. So the space is a, uh, it's very challenging for companies. The average tenure of a person they call a chief information security officer is 18 months. So I sat in a number of these meetings with these folks sold them technology and it was never about the people uh, the individual it was always about how fast is this device and what can this do and i thought to myself what if i brought this technology to individuals or just this mindset of of helping people now we're we have chat gpt which is on the horizon you know with artificial intelligence so how do we protect it markets like the the saying is for those who ride motorcycles there are those who have spilled and those who will spill and cybersecurity is the same way there are those who have been hacked and those who will be hacked so my goal and our goal as a company personally is to always stay one step ahead and to bring the tools to bear that will protect people's identity uh people's finances and their reputations i have to laugh when you say that because
3: i was going to say that uh the motorcycle uh, analogy is is so brilliant because when I was in college, there was one uh, motorcycle in a fraternity house, and it had at least six or seven owners. And uh, the previous owner was always uh, somebody that got pretty banged up uh, driving around a little too cool on campus, and gave it to the next uh, moron who would uh, who would then get into a major accident. Uh, you know, nobody died, but uh, a couple came close. And uh, uh, you know, I, I think the analogy to cybersecurity—it's just a matter of time. And you, but you've got to be vigilant and do everything you can to protect yourself. And I know that's what you do.
0: Yeah. So we'll start, for example, on a very basic level, we'll ask people, hey, pr- let's protect your home. Make sure everything that's connected to your Internet, internet is locked down. That's your refrigerator, your thermostat. You know, and make sure no one's trying to get in there and then make sure all the devices that all the kids have that are locked down. Make sure there's antivirus on there. Make sure that your all your credit is frozen with the all of the, the three major bureaus. Uh, Make sure you have a password manager, which is an arduous task, you know, put everything in a dual factor authentication. So there's a lot of, you know, let's make sure baseline that you're all set. Then there's the education component where I'm regularly inviting different guests into the conversation who are experts on cryptocurrency and, you know, NFTs, which are non-fungible tokens. Things keep evolving. But then there's also I partner with a lady who works specifically with families and how to keep. People and their kids safe online. Her own child was actually hacked, and so this hits very close to home. And you know, I have a uh, I have a client who was able to uh, protect from uh, you called ransomware, where you lost fifty thousand, you know, fifty thousand dollars. This uh, this client had just bought a company, and there was somebody who got right in the middle of that wire transfer, and the fact that we had. Put a uh, identity protection and an identity theft monitoring, and we also had started monitoring social media accounts. Uh, we were able to identify really quickly that someone had gotten into the system and it was a $10 million save. Now, would the bank pay it back? Maybe, probably, but the headaches, you know, this takes years When when people have to go through this headache of getting their money back or their identity. It takes a long time. So I say, Let's be vigilant in the front. What I'm trying to bring, Mark, is the same vigilance that we have and had when I was an Air Force officer. You know, if there's a standard of excellence when you're going to go to nuclear war, that there is, everything is locked down. There is perfection. and The basics are covered. And whatever may come, will come. But uh, if we're not making sure that the simple things that we can to lock down our emails and you know our, our home networks and things like that, or our social media accounts. If we're not doing that, then we're lazy and we're inviting ourselves into uh, trouble. So I the other thing I'll say is that my goal is to be a person of the light here because if we go, there's a lot of fear-mongering in this space, Mark, and it doesn't have to be because this is our world, the world that we live in. We all have the phones in our pockets. And uh, and that's not going away anytime soon. So let's just have an honest conversation about how we how we protect that, and uh, and how we protect people's dreams. Like what you guys are building the dreams as financial advisors. How we protect those dreams?
3: Well, I think that's just as important. I mean, what a shame if uh, if people's wealth. It's it's so violating when that occurs. You know, having it happen to me and and uh, you know, it, it was so violating to to see you know fifty thousand dollars of my hard earned money disappear and. You know, I spoke to my lawyers and they said, if you sue the bank, you'll probably win, but you'll have to pay me $75,000 to collect your 50. Uh, so, so it, because they, you know, it just was, I was very, un, very unsatisfying. So you and never got it back. Sorry. No, never. and I'm, and I'm, and I'm, I'm being fished daily. You know, we, uh, you know, that, that's why even when people in our business, even when people ask for money, they say, you know, they have money with us and they're, the people have gotten so good at hacking emails that they will they will replicate a conversation like we know each other you know something that only you and i would know you know like oh uh, it was great going fishing with you last week or you know it was uh, fun being at the nick game you know uh, last night or something and then to, oh but i you know in fact we just bought a new car my wife we need fifty thousand dollars we just send it to us and we never respond to that we pick up the phone we call you and go hey brian we just got this email or this text from you saying um you need fifty thousand dollars, and you'll say, "Yeah, that was that's great." Could you get it over here? We're buying a new car. That's nine out of ten times. The one out of ten times, it's you know, it's not you. So you know, I, I we we deal with this literally every day in our business with the fishing from other people. You know, changing the subject a little bit for a minute. I think most people think of IT as an expense. I know you think of it more as part of a about, about a different type of role in terms of business success. Why don't you tell people what you mean by that? What's why, why is it not an expense? Why is it, it critical to many people's uh, the success of, of their businesses?
0: Yeah, it's um, you know that became a a topic with boards, uh, board of directors, uh, and Fortune five hundred companies where they realize that it can actually uh, not be a profit center necessarily. Instead of it as uh, an expense, it's something that is an enabler. If we're for spending the money here. Preventing a, as you had mentioned, seventy five thousand dollars in legal fees, you know, to save these companies are getting hacked at the at the tune of you know every the average hack for a Fortune five hundred company is is two million dollars easily, and so what they're spending is typically five percent of their budget uh, in IT. So they they said, hey, you know, five like percent of the revenue. So they just started upping these things and realizing like if we put more money into these things. It's not an expense. It's a it's an enabler to uh, allow people to move more freely. You know, IT and cyber can be fun, Mark. It's not a uh, you know, it's not a, a dark a dark topic. It's I have someone who is into emotional intelligence. He's an emotional intelligence expert. And he said it's kind of like Maslow's hierarchy of needs now. He said he believes it should be in the bottom part of the pyramid where, you know, cyber is You know, you have your food and your clothing, you have cybersecurity. It's like you need like we we need this now. And then as we go up the pyramid, you know, we may find a time where we're Zen and we don't we don't want any of this. And and there are different people who I meet who want to be Luddites, you know, which is no technology at all. And some who are just this is the world I live in like you who, you know, people are always connected with you. You got your cell phone and you've a lot you speak you're out there and i say uh people like mark he has to have protection on who he is others, otherwise someone will open up a facebook or an instagram pretending they're mark if mark is not so we have to make sure mark uh, if he's out there let's just make sure he's covered and uh and, and be very smart about where we're transacting uh money but you were asking about why it's a uh you know not an expense and and it's more of a it's a basic need now so this is like you get a laptop from a company and and I say with families let's have these conversations and it's evolving more into behavior so uh, I think when when I'm talking to folks when I'm talking to mothers especially my kids heads down into into my phone and that's where the coaching side of me comes out And we start to to realize it really lends itself very well because then it becomes a very heart-driven conversation. Uh, Quite frankly, when I'm doing the onboarding stuff, uh, which is, you know, how many computers do you have and how many laptops? And, you know, somebody once told me, Brian, the job you're in is like going to the mechanic. I hate doing it. I said, yeah, but once you get to the mechanic and you kind of realize you could drive this kind of car and that kind of car, driving can be fun. Like if you're driving that car and it's high performing, you know and the brakes are working, the engine's tuned up. Let's make sure your sports car, you know, let's get you into something that's that's fun. And so that's, you know, you got a sports car out there. We want to make sure that 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 baby is running. You know, those brakes are working. So the heart part of this conversation is very very powerful. I'll just continue if I may. I know I always like to stop and pause and get you. Just one more story, is it? Please go ahead, have, please. Uh, have 21 nieces and nephews and um, there uh, there's a range of you know who's on technology and who's who's face down you know in phones and oh you know they're, they're always in their phone and uh, but we're looking at just how does that affect you know the the brain we know it doesn't stop evolving to age 23 and so what what is this technology you know done for us in terms of dopamine and, and so I'm talking with people beyond just protecting. It's when the conversation comes. We we'll have a quarterly conversation the clients uh, they have in the families and say, yeah, "This quarter we're going to be talking about emotional intelligence in your family and how to maybe release the the dopamine and maybe get the the head out of the phone into something else." So it's it's a lot of fun when we're talking, you know using technology and cybersecurity as an enabler uh versus a hindrance right right no that, you never thought i would say this could be fun did you
3: no no i i i mean i think it's i think it's you know i think it's uh, uh quite a quite a threat how do people you know, cuz this is pretty new like you know it's it's like a it was almost like was uh when people were talking about um like wireless deals 25 years ago or 30 years ago, it was like a new industry. Nobody had 30 years of experience because it didn't exist in the 1960s. I'm thinking, you know, it's the same thing here. How do you help people create awareness around it? And I know you focus a lot on, you know, because Fortune 1000 companies, you know, they're spending more and more and more of their budgets to protect their companies. But people are not really protecting themselves. I mean, even some of those executives, Are the ones getting hacked even though they've spent you know you know hundreds of millions of dollars uh, protecting their their businesses they didn't protect themselves so how do you create that awareness
0: yeah we've done we we have done and are doing like really grassroots in terms of facebook um, and instagram like just at the very basic level of educating through webinars Created an online course where families for 4.97, you know, it's like very inexpensive. People can go and learn about the basics of cybersecurity. And there's a, uh, like I said, it's a it's a grassroots effort to, to get it out there, and and get it in front of people. But I think the other thing, really, what's what's important is that I have quite a few podcasters who are you know, podcasters who are getting it out to you know, people like yourself. Uh, just saying. Hey, in my community, and it's not only financial, but it's also, you know, business people who are doing, you know, creating websites and folks who are creating, you know, dog walking businesses, web podcasts, and women who are like quilters. I'm on these really interesting, you know, or have been invited to very interesting podcasts, realtors, for example. So it's working in, in different realms, in different spaces. Now, um, it just so happens that I've been working a lot with uh, entrepreneurs and, and higher network folks who say, who feel like they have more to lose. The reality is everyone has, you know, you know, our bank account is our bank account. So it doesn't matter if it's, you know, $100 or if it's $100 million. So I'm, I want to start at, you know, a very grassroots level. and Let's get it out and, and let people know there is somebody to turn to. Um, or, or there's a course that's out there, or there's a book that it, you can point you to. Because um, as a cyber advisors, how, how much, uh, I don't know. The challenge book. always
3: time and attention. So if people go on your website and look at that video, how, how much time are they committing to doing
0: that? How long is that? Uh, Each module is 20 minutes or so. So, it, so bite-sized uh, so, stuff. Yeah, and, and it's self-paced. Um, and you know some people may have questions about, they come out and say, well, what about cyber insurance? Do I need this? or?" You know, do I need that? Um, But yeah, it's a, it's very easy. And and it's really, number one, how do I protect my identity? online? how do I protect my home? How do I protect myself online? How do I protect my kids online? I've been hacked. What do I do? You know, and then for the, are the advanced folks out there with, you know, uh, cryptocurrencies, what do I do if I have cryptocurrency, you know? things like that so it's really just giving some basic ideas and a lot of times mark i'll point people in the right direction or you know I'll try to point people in the right direction i'll say hey we don't have all the answers because there's so many things so many moving parts but i just want to be a trusted advisor and, and earn people's trust that they have that opportunity
1: You notice that life is getting more and more expensive, from grocery prices to real estate values. Everywhere you turn, prices seem to be skyrocketing. Well, Mark has dedicated decades of his career and life to serving entrepreneurs and professionals to build real wealth, and in most cases, multi-generational wealth. The reality is, we all have to navigate turbulent times in this economy, but the difference will be for those that have a roadmap and a customized plan for building wealth. That's why, as a listener to this podcast, we are so excited to share with you first access to Mark's newest book, The Ultimate Investment, a roadmap to grow your business and build multi-generational wealth. When you access this book, you'll discover how to know when you're working a job instead of a business. That hard work isn't all about hours put in. This will make you more productive. Why you need to live with your back against a wall. How to surround yourself with the right people who support your vision and so much more. Go to www.markbmurphy.com forward slash book to get access now. Once again, go to www.markbmurphy.com forward slash book. And now, back to the show.
3: I think there's a great awareness in let's call it the, the large company marketplace. But, but I think one of the things, I'm in a regulated business. And so I take cybersecurity very seriously because I think forget just having a compliance issue. Uh, I mean, you know, when you're protecting people's information as virtually anybody who takes a credit card does, much less somebody who has people's financial information, dates of birth, you know, driver's license, et cetera, et cetera, you've got to take that seriously. But I think you're gonna to start to see, you know, or more and more lawsuits or more and more, you know, people coming. You know, after the folks that have not done the right job at protecting, it's not only a nuisance thing that you've lost money or it takes you months and months and years to 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 get money back or to get your identity back. I mean, that that is a nightmare in itself, but you might even be negligent
0: because you didn't do the right thing. Yeah, so the, uh, and you're saying for myself, uh, negligence or the company? The company, uh,
3: the I, compa- the company negligence. Just, there's a lot of, I think, you know, small and mid-sized businesses that don't think, you know they have the resources to do it or they don't know much about it, or they don't know think that they have a you know sort of a fiduciary or a legal responsibility to protect the information of their customers
0: yeah, the uh, it's the hey, it won't happen to me syndrome. It'll happen to V, but not me. Mm-hmm. and uh, and so your point uh, or your question earlier is how do you uh, you know evangelize um in and really, uh, teach people that uh, you know. Just recently, a, a, a mutual friend uh, you introduced me to this gentleman. It was a uh, had a login issue, where somebody was potentially stealing two million dollars, and his uh, his login was what he had been using since high school. And what we find is by by sharing these very simple uh, stories with people, the people who have a lot of money in the bank. Uh, are using very simple logins. And I think it's really where I turn, say, what, where I turn uh, for advice is, is very important and people don't know where to turn. But I've seen on a Sunday morning, uh, a good friend, I was golfing with him uh, last year and somebody, his phone started getting blown up uh, with phone calls from a BMW dealership. And somebody had leased two cars in Missouri. He's in Illinois. And uh, and then by the afternoon, had gone to the Apple store and purchased five Apple phones. While we're, you know, and we're, we're scrambling. I mean, this is happening real time. I'm a, I'm a cyber guy. But when it's happening, there's nothing that you can do. It, it's just, it's happening so fast. And he had never locked down his credit and he had never... Uh, purchase uh, tools such as LifeLock, not endorsing them, but just something along those lines, and and so there there is a bit of a you know evangelizing, um, and now within his circle of you know business uh, professionals, we have conversations, and I'm invited to to speak to uh, private equity folks, for example, and you know people that they're working with and their families, but I usually it usually comes down to the families. I'm most interested in making sure that, hey, you have these things locked down, uh, you know, for your child or for your, you know, your wife. And you can feel comfortable when you go on vacation or when you're down in Florida, like, you know, when you're down at your your place in Florida that you feel, hey, man, everything, everything is good to go. I'm living my best life here. So.
3: Um, I wonder tell people are watching this. Kind of a little bit how you uh, I, I read your uh, a piece, at least a piece of your bio when we first came on. Why don't you tell us a little bit about you know what your what your company is uh, doing right now and who do you do it for and what do you do and and uh, and t- and tell us where you're going with
0: it. Yeah, so the um, you know I mentioned earlier that uh, it started a, as an idea to uh, just protect protect people with tools at Fortune 500 companies. Are using, and uh, I was approached by on board of directors with a, a doctor, and she said, "Brian, my Amazon account was a hat. My Amazon account was hacked. What should I do?" And boy, she I just—I looked at her. I said, "Well, change the password. Well, I already did that." And, and get a new computer. Well, I, I did that, and so I didn't have a great answer for her. And in that moment, I remember I talked to my wife that night and I said, I need to have a better answer for people when they ask me, what should I do? And you know, who, wh- how do I change your password? So that's the evolution of the Cyber Advisor is that I wanted to have better answers for people and individuals when things like passwords and Instagram. So now, um, my customer, one of my customers' is Instagram was hacked and we helped him. Access back, so focusing on protecting online uh, digital profiles. So as a company, it's uh, we want to protect your home, lock that down, but we also want to protect your name that's out there on the internet. I don't know how often you Google yourself, Mark. You probably do it, or your team does it. But there are many, probably many things. So we work with data brokers to get your name off the internet. We'll also, uh, for an for education yeah that's a it's a terrific service just uh you know to to let you know who's out there and where your name shows up because if we go to whitepages.com if people go right now and uh, you can type in someone's name you can find celebrities They don't even know they're on white pages um, so we're, we're educating people on uh on, on locking those things down uh, so as a company where are we going is um very simply starting at a very basic educational uh, component. Here's what's happening in cyber, and if you're looking for more guidance, we can help you lock these things down or point you in the right direction to lock things down. So it's uh, it's kind of two two ends of the spectrum: just a, an educational component and then a, a service component. Because I work with uh, on my team, our current or former. Fortune 500 people. So I have a right hand person who is a current Fortune uh, Chief Information Security Officer. His company allows him to be part of my team. And so I am tapping into the latest, greatest, thinking on what's the technology uh, that we need and what's the education. So when I talk to people like you who are out in the field, what do people want to hear about? And maybe it's for their business, but for their family. You're the most interested in the heart side of the conversation. I don't know. Maybe that sounds a little gooey or touchy or feely.
3: No, I. I mean, I look at. I'm I'm worried about cyber secure uh, cyber hacking. I'm worried about financial theft. I'm also worried about reputational theft. And the other thing too is it's also amazing how much information people have about you. I mean, it was. uh, You know, it's just a laugh when I was single that you know you have a drink or two with somebody. And on like a on like a first date, and they would let them. You know, they knew stuff about you that was like, like, oh my, you know, not that it was it. You know, just like, wow, they like, you know, did they have the FBI research me? You know, I, I, I'm surprised they didn't come with a, uh, you know, with a uh, urine sample and a tax return. You know, uh,
0: yeah, right, they, yeah. You know, um, <laughs> you know, the uh, people are putting out there on uh, social. I want to tell a story of working with uh, a family where there was a roster put out in the soccer team for the seventh grade girls soccer team. And it was on a Google sheet and it got into the hands of a 38 year old man who pretended that he was a, one of the seventh grade girls. Oh. And he, oh. so he started Ooh. Google chatting uh, ah. this, this girl. And it, it got to the point where, uh, you know, hey, why don't you like me? And, you know, there was a little bit of cyberbullying. That's sick. And I, Yeah, so I got involved in the, in the conversation um, really as just towards the end of this. And we were able to uh, not only get the local police involved, but get the FBI involved to, to not only find out that, you know, how did he get access to the sheet? Well, somebody posted it on Facebook. And so, you know, we're teaching people, you've got to be smart, Mark, right, about putting people's information, like you're saying, me. Once you put things out there, be very careful about putting pictures out there. I have a a policy that I've asked my wife not to put our kids' pictures out there on, on Facebook or anywhere, just right now. You know, because people will say, Hey, I'm on vacation here and I've seen it happen. You know, people will come to me, I'll get a phone call. My house has been burglarized because I posted on Facebook where I was at, and it's happened you know many times, so from a, you know, a very basic level, don't you know, be posting things out there, uh, you know, lock things down. So we have webinars and seminars and, and things like that. So as a company, it's really you know increasing the number of uh, webinars to, to, to let people know. And, and I do that through uh, you know posts on LinkedIn, Facebook. On Instagram say you know here's a, an upcoming information center information uh, webinar on uh, on this topic and so said I'll have a, an expert speak on, on that topic so uh, yeah it's uh well let, let,
3: let me just say you know one of the things that I encourage everybody to do who's listening to this or watching this is I think very very uh, astutely you've created a, your own quiz it's it's five simple questions. About cybersecurity, and they can go on your website to see if they're, you know, uh, you know, basically just to gauge their cyber, you know, security called hygiene. So, right. so, so, just give us how can people reach you? How can people get take that quiz? Tell Brian, tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, about where folks can reach you.
0: Yeah. So our, my website is Cybervisor, which is c y b v i s o r dot com, and dot com, and. I'll give my phone number, uh, 312-714-8936. And the, the quiz itself is, you know, are you are you susceptible to identity theft? And, uh, for example, do you have an uh, identity theft service that you're working with, identity protection, financial protection? So there are many that are out there with the credit bureaus. and there's some questions in social media and you know your level of lockdown and security uh, on social media and there's a, a playful question about uh, you know phone numbers and addresses i have a client who his wife was a uh, she used to be in the in the film industry and there were people outside of his house on christmas day and they had posted you know, things out there, you know, on, on social media. And I said, you got to pull those things off there, man. And we got the police to get people out of there. But I'm, some of these questions that I ask on the quiz are tied to things that I've seen, you know, what you're posting and who you're posting them with. And so, uh, we'd like to just get an idea of, uh, how, how much have you invested into, um, uh, you know, your password protection? Uh, my wife, uh, invited me to her uh, new office a couple of years ago. this was last year during COVID and she showed me her desk and her passwords were all on post-it note. And I said, Dar- darling, I'm in the cybersecurity business. You can't be doing that. So one of the questions is like, what what are you doing with your passwords? Because there's so many out there and everyone I, I speak to, and it's it's arduous task, even for myself, right? What are we doing with those, right? With those passwords and uh, h- how often are we changing them? So just having a bit of fun and getting an idea of what people can do and maybe pointing them in the right direction towards here are some things that you can be doing uh, differently. And then go on your way. Just, you know, live your life. Uh, you know, you'll get a text if some, you know, you can set limits on on your phone now with these companies that over $100, I'm I'm notified. So just go on your way, but let's protect it. Let's not be afraid of this stuff. Like, you know, let's embrace it. Let's have fun. and. You know, I know that you're working with good people. There are a lot of good people out there who are who are in this business that really, really want to help. Well, like all, all I can
3: say is I think that your service, I think the service in general, are relatively inexpensive for what they protect, and you know, not not big, big, big ticket items. And so I'm just, I just say anybody who's watching this, I'd like you to 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 go to Brian's website and take that test and take that survey. And uh, you know, Brian, I think you uh, your company provides a valuable service and. Yeah, you know, I'd love to have have you back anytime with updates, because I think what we're going to be discussing, the kind of strategies that we are using today to protect people are going to evolve because the criminals, uh, you know, you know, will reinvent new ways to steal from us. And, uh, you know, I think we've just got to be just as vigilant to not only, uh, you know, stay one step or at least even with them going forward. And uh, I just thank you for your time. I also thank you for your service in the, you know, in the Air Force. You, and uh, you know, and I, and I, you know, as I said, I—it's uh, just great to see. Uh, you know, what what I love is, I love to see good things happen to good people. And uh, somebody who has lived such an exemplary life, like you and your wife have, I, I love nothing better than to see great things happen to them and great things happen to great people. So I, I just want to congratulate you and all your success. And uh, I want I want to thank you for all the people that you've helped uh, protect themselves from uh, these threats. And 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 you have great. You have a great rest of the day. Thanks. It's
0: been an honor to be on here. Thank you, Mark. Take care. Thanks so much.
1: I hope you enjoyed the episode today on the Hero of the Hour podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe on whichever platform you are listening to this on. If this episode made you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot and share the podcast episode with them. You can catch the show notes for this episode and more at www.markbmurphy.com forward slash podcast. Be sure to check out the other great books and resources on the website while you're there. Once again, it's www.markbmurphy.com forward slash podcast. All links can be found in the description below. We look forward to serving you on the next episode. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by PAS or Guardian and opinions stated are their own. Registered Representative and Financial Advisor of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, PAS. OSJ, 200 Broad Hollow Road, Suite 405, Melville, New York, 11747, 631-589-5400. Securities, products, and advisory services offered through PAS. Member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. PAS is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Northeast Private Client Group is not an affiliate or subsidiary of PAS or Guardian. California insurance license number 0B36048. Arkansas insurance license number 741545. Expiration and submission numbers located in the show notes.